Today on Gamerhead Radio's annual E3 prediction show, E3 equals two MCs, no squared. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome to Gamerhead Radio, episode 171. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. We're being for villains! Come on! Uh, yeah. I'm Goat, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Happy E3. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. Confirmed, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It, that, it's confirmed. It he's, 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 actually, he's actually confirming happiness. He said happy e3 he's got feelings i told you guys told no you that's just the, the nomenclature everybody uses you can't tell, it's not nice to tell everybody have a shitty birthday even though that's what you want okay fair enough <laughs> that uh, they don't make cards anymore for it <laughs> um you guys will notice that uh charlie is not here right now he may be popping in at a later portion of the show coming up but right now um he is just not uh on the show he's he's once again he is the mayor of ponytown once more as he do uh often lately so he's he's out of town um, mm-hmm. for another convention this weekend but he's out, uh, maybe back in enough time to join us for a little bit at least so we'll see one, one would say he's out hobnobbing and waxing hooves with fellow species uh that is correct yes <laughs> i believe um so so go to, uh, tell me about your week man i built things that mm-hmm. shall be uh unmentioned but you know and i know it's we true. Know. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> talk about it because I know what we're building. We, we kind of alluded to it a little bit last week, but I want to talk about it, but I can't. It's um, pretty epic. I do. Mind we will, say. You'll be able to see what what Goat and Company has been building. Um, right around the corner. A few weeks. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. We'll save it at the end of the show. So, uh, other than that, it's been. I'm still behind this Iron Curtain. I'm doing awesome things. I'm ticking off my list. Um. But I can't tell any of you people what that list was yet. I'm going to be honest with you. If if Codename Phoenix's first release is not called uh, Iron Curtain, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> It'll be a missed opportunity if you guys don't. Um, but it doesn't fit our scheme. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yeah, that's true. Maybe you and I should just put out an album, H's for Heroes, the Iron Curtain. <laughs> you gotta, don't tempt me, Goat. <laughs> um god like i don't have enough going on yeah right. exactly that was completely facetious Kill i have no me. room in my schedule for another album <laughs> oh yeah no 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 uh, that that takes me to my week my week was full i had a very busy week um so as we are just weeks away from debuting this new v is for villain show a lot of my free time is is devoted to making sure that things are ready um for you know, for showtime costumes and the like, I've got pieces of it sitting right over there. I can see it. You can't, um, but it's, uh-huh. it's, yeah, we're working on it. It's, it's going to come together very quickly and we have a lot of work to do, but that's when this outfit seems to work best together is, is when we just hunker down and get the damn thing done. So that's, that's what we're going to do. Get the damn thing done. Yeah. Our crew does work pretty well under stress yes we do it's like oh we've got six months ah we're fine we've got three weeks we can get this out well see that's when the most work gets done because the pressure's on see we are very like we are delightfully like passive people for being so busy like everybody on villain crew that includes goat and and the other people that work as part of the stage crew everybody is is like gets does like really good work 
but we're so busy dealing with like life on a weekly basis that we have to constantly, we have to constantly go back and, and like remind ourselves, you got to get this done. Got to get this done. And my brother is, uh, my brother's a really brilliant guy, but he is a legendary procrastinator. So it's, you know, and I have a bit of a problem with it too, but he is, he's far worse than I am. So he'll you, like everyone on the, the team has to like cheerlead him into finishing shit all the time because he, he gets so many ideas that he's like, oh, let's do this thing. Wait, no, this is a good idea. Let me do this. Wait, no, no, wait, like, let's just focus on one thing and then get it done and then we'll go from there. And he does, but it, it requires like steering him. Like you have to like, no, stay over there and finish that so first. Yeah. On the crew side, we, we, we commonly call it painting him in a corner. Yes, yeah, that is precisely like, what you That's a great to. idea. This is a great idea and we'll just, we'll just zone in right here to this corner. Stay. No more ideas. I used to Done. joke with him all the time that working with him was like was like being a custodian that intentionally mops the floor in whatever direction he's walking and going, "Wet floor, walk the other way." You know, because <laughs> that's, that's what it's like to work with him. Um, but anyways, enough about that. We'll talk more about some of that shit at the end of the show. Um, oh yeah. Before I, I get into talking about releases for the week, it's uh, it's E three week, man. Um, and we're as of as of the live recording of this episode, as we speak, um, the the things are happening. The Bethesda press conference is halfway finished, and the Electronic Arts press conference was a little bit earlier. Um, we're going to be talking. We're not going to be talking about those this week. We're going to talk about it in lieu of some of our predictions and stuff. We're primarily going to be talking about the big three at E3 this year. I watched Electronic Arts uh, press conference. It was not awesome. It was just kind of underwhelming and just okay. Um, I fully understand why they didn't have the booth. Yeah, uh, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. But I, I during predictions that'll be next I, show. I have feelings <laughs> about this year's E3. Um, what I think this year's E3 is going to be. So I'll save your predictions. But um, what 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 brave souls uh, decided <laughs> to put their games out the week of E3? <laughs> what a bunch of fools! No, I I opted to. Um, I opted this week instead of talking about the press conferences that are happening live right now. We're just going to cover this week in in games and then make our A3 predictions, and then we'll kind of round everything up next week as we usually tend to do. Um, so let's go ahead and scoot on to releases and talk about that. Um, so. <laughs> right now, as of the week of June 12th, there is apparently nothing coming out according to this release schedule. That absolutely cannot be right, unless everybody's so afraid of E3 that they just decided not well, to quit. <laughs> I mean, there is the mythical thing that if you put your game out during E3, it's doomed. That's funny. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. But there's always a couple, idiot. I mean, um, brave, forward-thinking developers. Yes, yes, we'll go with that, that uh, put out something. On E3. Look, I'm going to put it like this. I don't think that it would be a damnable thing to do it. I think that's a, that's a, that's a fucking myth, goat. That's what that is. That's, a, that's, that's what a I myth. said. It's a myth. Yeah, that's right. It's like no, breaking it's... a mirror or like peeing on your neighbor. They're not going to get mad. That's true. Wait, what? <laughs> no, don't. I, Gamerhead Radio does not advise that anybody pee on their neighbor. I don't care what goat says. <laughs> Come okay. on, live a little, John. <laughs> No, no, I, I would like to not be in jail. I'm so, I sound like Charlie all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> worst villain ever. Okay, so um, this week, uh, according to the, the calendar, this calendar, I'm having to use an alternative calendar than the one we normally do because the one that we're using apparently is lost in a black hole somewhere. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Dark Brotherhood is going to be out for Xbox One and PS4. Uh, black Hole Complete Edition out for PC, Mac, and Linux. 
K Station for the PC will be out June 15th, minus zero for the PC June 16th. Nurse Love Addiction for the PC, uh, also on June 16th. Bard's Gold, PlayStation 4, and Vita, June 17th. And Pixel Lantern for Xbox One, PS4, and Vita will be out June 17th. That is, that's it, man. That's that's everything that's on this list. And if this list is correct, um, again, we're not using our usual source, so apologies if uh, if it's a little off. Um, that is disturbing, man. There's a whole lot of nothing happening for E3 this week. Well, no, nobody's putting anything out. Like I said, nobody cares. Who's going to leave their house? Mm. You're going to be strapped to your computer going, what's the next thing I'm going to buy? Give me, give me, give me. Hey, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Um, Although sure. I was kind of, I mean, I'm hoping, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping there's an E3 sale, at least on like your, your PSNs and your Xbox Lives and I would be willing to bet that I'll save that for predictions too. I got I got all kinds of thoughts on that stuff coming up, but um, that that appears to be all that's coming out this week in video games. It's a it is a dry week, ladies. As it is every year. Well, it's okay, you know June June and just before E three, you know this is the time that everybody should be using to to catch up on whatever they didn't get to play over the the winter or into early spring here. Crack open those copies those those. So fallout with copies sitting on your pile of shame and start digging in. That's really what you should be doing. Yeah, like I said, so so basically uh, you should be picking between Witcher or Fallout right now. <laughs> Probably so. I started Fallout a couple months ago and I want to get I'm gonna like I go back and forth between whether I want to finish that or Witcher first, because I've already got about eight hours into Witcher, probably half of that. No, i probably no now thinking about it, probably closer to 15 hours in Witcher, and then like maybe four hours into fallout but i was enjoying fallout more than i was enjoying witcher so i'm not sure which one's going to get my time um right now i've been playing a bunch of Flip a coin. you know yeah i've been playing a bunch of middling stuff that does not require much of a commitment because i've been too busy so uh which which takes us into uh, what we played this week goat what did you uh what did you play this week if anything at all um actually i got a little bit of game time in um i uh i did a little round with uh diablo 3 i finished 500 bounties Oh, congratulations. So that's done. I have one more achievement and that's not a big deal. Um let's see. And then um I uh, I followed Charlie's recommendation which is a great recommendation, but it um it sucked a lot of time out of my life. <laughs> and I started uh Pokémon Picross. Oh, and how was that? It's it's obscenely addicting and and frustrating it's like everything i want in a puzzle game like you actually have to pay attention you have to like and it's just I, I, it's it's great for free if you have a 3ds i highly suggest getting it it's it's quite the puzzling puzzle tale <laughs> but quite the uh, puzzling puzzle tale yeah um very good uh, other than that uh that's been about it that's about all i've time for you, you, sir, John, what have you uh, not been playing? Um, I, yeah. um, no, I managed to get a little bit of gaming in this week. Um, I, I had something come along that I did not anticipate would eat up most of my game time this week because you guys know me. I'm fairly consistent about once I start something, I just kind of dig into that and play that until I'm either done or nearly done. And I try not to step away lately, especially too much if I can help it. But, um, Rocket League had a free weekend this weekend, and I I played it once right after it came out, and I didn't get the hype at the moment, uh, but I also played it in a public place where I had, like, less than 10 minutes to really dig into it, 
And um, I took my time and sat down and did the tutorial mode and um, got in there and started playing it competitively online. And holy shit, it's it's as good as everybody says it is. Really, dude? And you couldn't have got a hold of me? It's we just rock it down? ridiculously fun. I didn't even think about it, which I'm ashamed to admit that. <laughs> I really, like, I'm fucking ashamed that I didn't call you and be like, Goat, let's Rocket League, or to say something horribly cliched like that. But yeah. the after we're done broadcasting tonight, the free we should throw it out. over and we should yeah, do we it, should man. We should throw those rockets. I'm, I, you guys know me to be a relatively modest person, and I'm not going to be a, a douche when I say it, but I'm going to be a douche when I say it. I discovered that I'm actually really fucking good at the game, too. That has yet um, to be determined. Oh no! I'm telling you, we'll get in there and you'll you'll, <laughs> you'll watch me spank. You'll watch me spank asses like vehicular asses all across. Uh, Can we uh, call you vehicular Pele? Yeah, that's exactly what you call me. I will be. I will be after Gamerhead Radio is done being live tonight. Uh, if any of you care to, you can come and join Goat and I. Um, you know, and maybe Charlie if Charlie's home and or free to play mm-hmm. with us um, to watch us chap vehicular asses. <laughs> Chap, chap, vehicular butts. Um, that's doesn't sound pleasant at all. Um, but I played that mostly this week. Um, I I'm still kind of slowly getting through Talos Principle. Still playing Killer Instinct, and I've been playing a, a shitload of Titanfall. I just I don't have Overwatch yet. Uh huh. Um, and You're I, filling it's, the gap. it's filling a void. Yeah, that's it's. And I love Titanfall. I know that I'm a minority there because it doesn't have a campaign, but. It's okay, John. You can tell the listeners and show the listeners mm-hmm. that you've actually taken masking tape and wrote Overwatch over the top of your Titanfall to fool yourself. <laughs> that's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Very non-committal things. After playing Metal Gear Solid for such a long time, I just <laughs> needed to play stuff that does not require <laughs> any sort of an extensive commitment. It was just – I uh, love Metal Gear. No, I, I'm not complaining. It just – it was exhausting, man. Like, it just took <laughs> me out really fucking bad. So You're, you're, um, you're finally done with the uh... – the, the, the ex-wife of a game you're moving on to uh the fly-by-night girlfriends bye felicia <laughs> you know so that's that's where we're at now um you can tell we're busy when we're both playing stuff that doesn't take any that's it, 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 pick up and put down <laughs> that's my strategy whenever whenever it is that i want to play things that are more involved but i know i don't have the time on hand to do so my default is always to go to something that i can get enjoyment of out of that does not require a massive commitment because i know a lot of people complain about a game like like Titanfall not having a any sort of a, a real narrative mm-hmm. though they did announce they showed the trailer during the E3 press conference and it's got a, a story campaign like the whole trailer is just a story campaign related so anybody who was complaining about that you may get your money's worth in on both sides of that fence now um hopefully um and it comes out on October 28th like we're months away from that and I love that shit so the general rule of thumb is is if it's got big fucking robots in it I love it which reminds me, the new Voltron came out this week on mm-hmm. Netflix. Anybody who likes big robots or anime or Voltron, the original Voltron Defenders of the Universe, watch this fucking show. I'm halfway done with it. It's so good. It is so good, man. I'm not kidding. Go, you should watch it. It's really good. I'll put it on my list because I'm a sucker for big robots. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good, man. And uh, it's the one of the guys I believe that uh, that was the showrunner for Legend of Korra or for Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can tell there's like, it's just, everything's really good. It's a very quality show. I highly recommend it. Um, so yes, that is, that is everything that I played this week, even though I wanted to play lots and lots more, um, duty calls, duty calls. Um, speaking of duty, it is my duty to get on to talking to you guys about the news. So 
Now that you know what we did this week in video games, let's take a look at what the industry did this week in video games. As is the case with uh, the gaming industry, uh, the week of E3, a whole lot of not a fucking thing happened this week. <laughs> it is, it's a very, it's one of those those uh, news weeks where the world like, stops. Yeah, like the kind of news that you saw being reported or generated uh, was akin to somebody farted and it found its way onto a news outlet because that was more interesting than anything that was happening in the industry. So let's uh, let's go ahead and, and start off our, our fart worthy news for the week. At number five, uh, Crash Bandicoot looks like maybe coming back. We talked about this a few weeks ago, but not in the way that we had kind of predicted or discussed. Maybe he will, but for now, it looks like he's going to be in uh, Skylanders Imaginators. So um, a lot of people are, I guess, kind of disappointed that this is the form in which they're like, hey, Crash is back. And they're like, that's bullshit. That's not a dedicated Crash Bandicoot game. So um, it looks like what they're going to do is stick him in the game and just make him a part of that. And there's no announcement as to whether or not he's going to have his own full-fledged game coming up. But given that we are uh, just now winding up into E3 weekend, uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Sony to announce something, you know, coming out, um, you know, during their press conference tomorrow. Um, Which, by the way, we're going to talk a little bit about the E3 schedule, you know, kind of throw it up there. Um, for anybody who's watching the live stream, uh, listeners of the show who are going to be listening to the edited version of the show, apologies. Uh, I'll try to keep it. that section brief. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think do you think this is going to help them sell copies of that game goat or is nobody going to give a shit? I don't know. It worked out when they did the uh, the what was it? Bowser and Donkey Kong. Uh, superchargers on the yeah, Wii. This is Nintendo, though, man. That those are Nintendo characters. Does yeah. anybody? Does anybody under the age of like twenty five, twenty seven, remember Crash Bandicoot? Mm, no, but the nice thing is, <laughs> no, no. But the nice thing is, their parents do, so they'll get the new Skylanders game because dad or mom wants the Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> mm, fair enough. Man, I do it God, as a parent. I totally buy my kid that game and then take. The Sky Crash Bandicoot Skylander and be like, this is fine. I bought it. <laughs> what a uh, what a commentary on the times we're living in, and when we're we are now the old people. Where I mean, and what a weird thing to be in the age group where we're like, you know, somebody our age or older like have kids and be like, give me that toy, son. That's mine. I don't. You can have the rest of it, but that's mine. That's my part of it. Yeah, it's your Oof. parental duty. You paid for it. <laughs> what an odd odd thing our generation is. It's weird. Um. We're just grown-up children. They always yeah, have been. Big, big man babies. That's really mm-hmm. what we are. Yes. I'm wearing a diaper right now. I'm not wearing a diaper right now. Oh, God. Megan's going to have a lot to clean up. Not wearing oh. any pants, though. <laughs> you don't know what goes on below below the... Uh, I don't think we want to see what your bottom third level. looks like. No, no bottom third. I am wearing pants, really. I'm just... <laughs> see, I'm, I'm sad that Charlie's not here because this is the point in which he would be rubbing his head and... Sweating, mild flop sweat, and I'm okay with it. No, yes, I'm okay with it. What with with the filth? I know you are good. Yes, yes. We um, need to dirty this show up a little bit more. <laughs> we do, we do. Um, moving on to number four. Not going to make the show any dirtier, but we're scooting. 
on to number four. Um, so Mighty Number no. Nine, which we just talked about a couple weeks ago for having a really fucking terrible trailer. I don't know if any of you guys listening or watching check well, and track out. record. <laughs> yeah, for releases, missed release date windows. Yeah. The damn game's not even out, and KG Inafune is already talking about the sequel. Like, finish the game. Um, so a couple of different things came out this week in regards <laughs> Wait, to that. So you can't even have the copy in your hand yet, and he's all like, we're making a second one. Mm-hmm. When's that one coming out? 2021 on okay. his current schedule? It makes me tired. I don't want to think about it. As of as of current time of recording, um, you know, the episode, the game is nine days from release. So it's right around the fucking corner. You know, maybe there's still nine days. For him to plausibly season. nine days. There's yeah. nine days for it to get delayed. There you go. That's that's what I was. That's the <laughs> you could smell what I was stepping in. Yes. Um, but I mean, according to him, he does want to do another one coming up. But there is other good news for Mighty Number no. Nine fans. Um, however many of them are in waiting. Um, he did an interview with uh, Four Gamer and said that he's also going to be moving forward uh, with an anime and live action film for Mighty Number no. 9. Like, that's pretty... The like, dude couldn't even get a game out inside of what is it like now pushing... For th- for how many years is it now? Three, four years? Um, to get this game out. And he's talking about a live action movie. I will fucking believe that shit when yeah. I see it. I, don't, I, I, think, we, I think we've been talking about Mighty Number no. 9 coming out since the really early days of this podcast yes that is correct <laughs> god man i can't believe i can't believe it's been as long as it has Oof. i think i think you guys were talking about it before i was on the show and i've been here for a minute now so yeah it's kind of crazy um so let's go ahead and move on to number three and uh talk a little bit about numbers so we've talked on and off during the show about um primarily when you're talking about esports gaming how it's just growing leaps and bounds, whether people like it or not, whether you like it or I like it or the general gaming populace likes it, it's, it's big business. It's huge. Right. Um, they released some numbers this week, uh, in conjunction with Twitch talking about some of the viewership of esports, the participation of esports, and it is just getting bigger. It's huge. So check this out. Twitch has a hundred million viewers, uh, approximately give or take right now. They're saying that in the last 10 months, just the last 10 months, their viewers have watched 800 million hours of esports on Twitch alone. That doesn't even count YouTube gaming or any other outside sources in which they may be streaming. Like we're right now, we're doing hangouts or like whatever it is. That is an obscene amount of of watching, you know. Um, And again, I'm going to be the old guy here. I don't. Like, I'm glad it makes people happy. I'm not hating on it. I cannot sit there and watch other people play games. I want to play games. I don't want to watch people play games. So I have, like, a bit of a thing with that. I've tried tuning into Twitch a few times to sit down and just really give it a watch. And the only thing I can watch in the esports arena is fighting games because I can I – can, I know them, the systems for most fighting games well enough to be able to tell what they're doing, and so it's very engaging in that way. And I'm sure that's what people watching the other games do too. But I mean, I've played League of Legends, um, and I, as of this weekend, played a shitload of Rocket League. I wouldn't want to watch other people play Rocket League. I don't think that would be exciting personally. But um, I don't know. Has has your opinion of this stuff changed at all since we talked about it last year? Go. I mean, it's I don't know. It's a fad, and we're from a different generation where we actually go out and buy and play games and stuff like that. A lot of these people, a lot of kids and stuff like that. This is their X Games. 
you know, like we're, you know, we used to go outside and jump on our bikes and be like, yeah, I can do a Superman and break my ankle. These people are like, hey, I don't need to buy the game. I can just watch these people who are really good at it and root for them. Like, I get the hype. It's just, I think it's, it, it, it's not, it's the next generation's thing, not ours. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and like I'm I'm trying to find my through way into it because it's you know it is a big part of gaming. It's not going to change. It's not going to go away. I don't mind being involved in it. I just have to find that there's going to be something that gets me yeah. into it. I've even personally I've considered I've considered getting involved in esports um, because I play so many competitive multiplayer games and I'm not great at a lot of them, but I'm good at them. You know, good enough that I think that if I played them more, I could probably be great at them. Um, I've even I've even talked. Um, now let's be, you know, before I say this, let's be frank. I don't have barely have time to fucking put my pants on in the morning right now. So it's, it's just but a pipe dream. Um, but I've talked with a uh, one time, uh, Gamerhead Radio B Squad co-host Ryan on about starting an esports team, because whenever he and I play competitive multiplayer games together, we always finish in the top three on whatever server we're playing. Usually top two, we usually tied for top two on whatever server we play on anything. So we've talked about starting an esports team. Um, we're just crotchety old men that don't want to deal with all the like salty children. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, a couple of other numbers before we move on to number two for the week. Uh, they did say that uh, competitive gaming, Twitch did say that competitive gaming accounts for 14 to 31% of what folks were watching on Twitch overall. So, I mean, even there, there's other things, you know, um, I guess outside of esports that are gaming related or, you know, some of the different shows, weekly shows and things they have on there. This is something that they they made very clear is a massive, massive part. And they said of those percentages, 71.3% of the viewership inside of that 14 to 31% is made up of Riot Games, the people who make League of Legends. And for fuck's sakes, man, like it is it's huge. It's massive. Um so man, that's that's a that's big business, man. Big business. Yeah, we'll see how far that, that little little cloud takes them. Mm. all right moving on to number two this week um fans of game of thrones will maybe be pleased to hear that kit harrington who plays Jon snow on game of thrones is going to play be playing the villain in call of duty infinite warfare i'm waiting for the sound of applause but i can't tell if it's going to come or not no it's gonna be crickets i think that game's pretty much shot itself in the foot there's Um, no there's no saving it I, I would very much like to think that maybe maybe they'll do something to course correct, but I know Activision well enough, or at least I assume I know Activision well enough at this point to know that that's probably not going to happen. So for those of you watching the show who may care to see old Jon Snow, here he is in full-blown mocap mode uh, doing his thing, wearing his fancy helmet and his little face beads. Um, so... Uh, apparently, he's not the only person on a celebrity level that's involved, though. Uh, Guy Ritchie is going to be lending additional support. Guy Ritchie is a director. Um, Guy Ritchie's directed a bunch of stuff. You look him up IMDb, and you've probably seen at least one of his movies. Yeah. Um, so on the subject, s- star studded. They're just going to pack it with star studded people and try to celebrate it out and move on. They, they've been kind of doing that. I, I know that for, for Black Ops 3, Christopher Maloney was in it. And, you know, he's – I know that everybody remembers him from, um, you know, was it CSI he's on? Or – no, it was Law & Order. I don't fucking remember, man. There's so many of those shows now. Um, he – I will always remember him as Freak Show from Harold and Kumar. 
which is fucking ridiculous. But um, and if you didn't know that Christopher Maloney was Freak Show and Harold and Kumar, you do now. Just Google Christopher Maloney and Freak Show, and you're gonna fucking crap your pants if you didn't realize it was him because the guy is a really flexible actor. He's awesome in that. Um, so on the subject of having Kit Harrington participate in Call of Duty, um, Activision had this to say: Kit is an amazing talent and the consummate pro. Um, our story is about an epic showdown of opposing forces and Kid immersed himself into the role and truly became the embodiment of the enemy, the settlement defense front. We can't wait for fans to see oh, Kit play man. an entirely different kind of character. What, what, oh, go ahead, share your oh, thoughts. Oh, no, no. That just sounds terrible. <laughs> I gotta, I'll gotta. i be honest with you. The settlement defense front? No. Settlement. Not yeah. sediment. It's not whatever. rock. Settlement. Settlement. Whatever. Settlement. Yeah, that sounds like crap. Uh, the fact that they just like ball waxed him beyond the a fine shine. I, I oh my goodness, he's the greatest actor I ever we've had in our other video games. Somebody use the term ball wax as a verb. Um, <laughs> but they just put him on a pedestal. Like, he's the greatest actor ever in our video games. Please buy our video game. Um, so I mentioned that uh, Guy Ritchie uh, was going to be participating. Um, as I said, Guy Ritchie is a director. He's done a bunch of different things. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I remember that. Um, particularly, that stands out in my mind. I'm not really sure why. but um, It's supposed to be out in November, but let's be honest. Nobody nobody on this show gives a shit. And uh, I'm betting the people listening probably don't either. No. Um, yeah, it was more for Game of Thrones fans than Gamerhead Radio fans. I'm not a Game of Thrones fan either. Fans, but uh, there you go. But uh, moving on to number one this week, probably the most exciting thing that happened in the world of gaming this week, which is just ridiculous, is that um, this past Thursday, uh, anybody who went to the uh, the Xbox store uh, through their website would have noticed and seen that you could you could get a copy of Fallout Four for free. Somebody fucked up <laughs> over at uh, Microsoft and. They made the game uh, completely free for anybody to download. So, and it was a really short window. It was from like 6 p.m. to like 7 p.m. And then they figured it out and then they took that shit off because they knew that everybody was going to rush in there and starting uh, and going to start taking the game. Um, Microsoft has responded <laughs> to this faux pas. Instead of letting the copies go, like most people would because you fucked up. This is this kind of stuff has happened before in digital download uh, stores where everybody flocks to and gets a free copy of the game. And most of the time, whoever chalks it up to, oh, well, we fucked up. But uh, video games are expensive, so maybe somebody felt compelled to act upon it. Microsoft revoked every single copy of the game that was downloaded. So if you downloaded it and you were in the middle of playing it, if you, you don't have it anymore, playing it, you're going to have to go and buy it. Well done, Microsoft. All is not lost. Um, Microsoft and Bethesda did do something. <laughs> I guess I, I'm i going to get your opinion on this. I am not sure if I think this is nice or just smart and smart and shitty or nice. Uh, I can't tell. Um, anybody who um, anybody who did get it, like whose copy who did get it and revoked it, they're going to give you a $10 credit <laughs> to, to presumably put towards a copy of Fallout 4. So I can't, I can't tell if that's cool or shitty. What do you, what do you think? I, I think, I, I think it would have been better if they would have gave you a free season pass for the game. 
see i thought so too but they're the thing is is they just now put dlc out they just put dlc out like what was mm-hmm. it not even two weeks ago so i didn't anticipate that they were going to do that it well yeah but you nice. still need the core game to play it yeah. so now you have the season pass sitting there and you, you're more inclined to buy the game I, i'm gonna agree with you i think that that would have been a really smart business move on their um, behalf. 10 bucks is i mean i mean it's nice they didn't have to like they screwed up, they took the game away. You technically were stealing the game, let's per se, in a roundabout way. They could have been like, "Well, bah, whatever." But here's ten dollars because we screwed up. Sorry, you're not getting a sixty dollar game, but you're not going away. You know, you're not going away empty-handed. They kind of price right. Price is right at it. <clears throat> <laughs> the price is right. Yeah, like here's your consolation prize. Thanks for stopping by, John. There's an episode. There's a show title for you right there. The Price is Right. Um, actually, actually, the price is wrong, Bob. The price is wrong. There you go. Don't so I mean, they Bob. they handled it. I mean, for a game the size of Fallout Four and, and 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 all that, revoking it was the right thing, flat out. Okay. It's too big of a game to be like, oh, just take it, you know. Um, to give you ten bucks back was kind of like an apology letter for it. You know, we can't give you this massively huge game. But we can give you 10 bucks. Maybe that's part of why I was curious. Um, Maybe that's part of why I was curious to see whether or not. I I would love to know whether or not this, the the resolution of it was because Bethesda got a hold of them and said, well, whatever fucking got downloaded, you guys have to pay for since you fucked it up. Oh, I guarantee. Yeah. You can't write that off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then Microsoft I'm, was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Yeah, I'm sure it was a massive amount of money, and so instead, well, you know, they they cut a fraction yeah. and said, it's ten bucks. Yeah. They're gonna credit everybody. They're gonna give everybody a credit that's supposed yeah. to appear before. Oh yeah, sixty dollars as opposed to ten dollars is a at a mathematical level is uh, far less. <laughs> Honestly, if something like that happened right now, what you should do right now, if you got that ten dollar credit, is just go buy Rocket League because it's. <laughs> Even it though is, Rocket League's twenty, but good try. Is, well, whatever, man. It's still ten bucks <laughs> off the fucking yeah. Rocket League. It's totally well, see, worth it, man. I had that happen to me a couple months ago, where I went to. I, I'm, I'm used frequently up at midnight when they switch over the games of gold. Yeah. And somebody flipped the wrong switch, and I ended up getting Mad Max and the Brotherhood, uh, for free. Because <laughs> and then in the morning when I checked huh. it again, it had switched to the right game. Madness, fucking <laughs> madness. Um, so that so- happens. Let us go ahead and scoot on then from uh, from news this week. That's that's everything we got for you, and get to talking about uh, E3 for our feature. Typically, uh, traditionally, Gamerhead Radio does a, uh, a show where we predict what we think is going to happen uh, for, for E3 every year. Um, Charlie may or may not pop in in enough time to, uh, to participate. Hopefully he will. If not, then we'll catch up with him soon. Um, but let's talk about our predictions. Goat, um, your predictions. Let's go ahead and start with – let's go ahead and start with – well – almost kind of feel like we should start with Nintendo because Nintendo is supposedly not really having much going on over there. So And they're last. And they are last. Let's let's start with Nintendo. What do you what do you predict for Nintendo coming up? Go. Um what do you mean like oh well, I guess we'll get Zelda. There I said that. We're gonna get very little NX. Um I predict they're probably gonna do what they did with like the Wii U 
and just pop up one day and be like, oh, by the way, it'll be out in four weeks. <laughs> I think so, huh? Mm-hmm. That's that's your that's your prediction. Yeah. Um, to to be clear, um, there are a couple of things about E3 this year that are a little bit different. Uh, we we talked about it on the show, but there are less things. people participating. There are less uh, uh, developers and publishers participating in E3 this year than usual, which is really strange. Um, Activision is not participating. They don't have a press event this year, which is good because really, I think they're doing it on purpose though, because uh, Infinite Warfare got a lot of shit. It was a very negative well, thing in the in the press. They're world. they're over two, yeah, because they have Tony Hawk Five to 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 back that up too. <laughs> I don't think anybody's even thinking about Tony Hawk Five anymore. But exactly, broken-hearted Danny Meckler. Yes, yes, Mr. Meckler is still patching his way through. Tony Hawk Five. Poor Mechla. Poor Mechla. Um, so th- they're not they're not participating in a press conference this year. And Nintendo, they don't have a traditional press event, and, and they're not doing a digital live stream this year like they normally do. Instead, they're going to be live streaming gameplay and reveals um, throughout the, do- the throughout the day, starting on Tuesday. So whatever it is Nintendo does is not going to we're not going to see any of that until starting on Tuesday. Um, my prediction for Nintendo is they're going to, just like last year was pretty underwhelming, um, I, I think that this company is still in a state of transition from, um, you know, from, from some of the, the, well, the deaths that have happened there. And then also um, with the NX coming up, I think that there's, they're in a weird middle place where they have not figured out what they're going to be. I think Nintendo, as we've known them for the last like five years, that Nintendo is going away and the new Nintendo is coming. So I don't think they're going to be any wows or frills. The only thing they're going to do to make people go this year is, um, is show more Zelda. That's it. I mean, Star Fox is already out. Whoa. It came and went not to much applause. It was, yeah, nobody of, really said much about Star Fox. They were like, it, yeah, it's a thing. Moving yeah, on. It kind of came and went it, it, mm-hmm. people were excited about it and then it finally hit and then it passed us up. I, so. I definitely say that Nintendo is going to be, or Zelda is going to be the last thing mm-hmm. people say we about, cause it's probably going to be the last thing on Wii U. I want to remind everybody who's watching too. Uh, anybody who's watching on either stream, um, you know, you can come into the hangouts. Uh, you know, and question, hang- comment, yeah. ridicule. Yeah, yeah, you can you can leave us questions, talk with us, interact with us, give us your E3 predictions, and we'll talk about it. Um, if you have any thoughts or feelings on that, you know, um, you can you can find the links uh, on our Facebook or our Twitter. Um, either the Gamerhead Radio or Facebook or mine or Goats or like, well, Goat doesn't really do a lot of Facebooking, so never mind. Um, Twitter. Um, you can I'm find a Twitter-aholic. Him. Yeah, he's a Twitter guy. And then the Gamerhead Radio Twitter as well, if you want to check those out. Um, it's just, you know, uh, at Gamerhead Radio um, or at the Fallon Flynn or at Sir Goatsworth. You can find any of that stuff there. Follow the link, come check it out and uh, chat with us. We'd love to know what you're thinking about E3 or if you're watching anything that... Uh, that yeah, 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 bring it on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so that's Nintendo. I think that they're going to play it incredibly safe. Um, not, not, and I don't say that just because of the the. I do agree with you though, John. They they are um, the best way I could put it is Nintendo is a confused teenager right now. They're trying to to, to re-identify themselves. They are. I think that whatever whatever tricks they have up their sleeve, they're going to save for Tokyo Game Show as a Japanese company. I think there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of pride there, and I think that they are going to. I still say they're going to regress back to Japan more. 
Um, I think if things get drastic enough, they will. Yeah, for sure. But I, I also don't think, I also don't think that it's that drastic in the states yet. I think that we're well, no, 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 waiting to see what happens with the with the NX. I'm, I'm not saying that they're, they're they're drastic to that point. I think part of their new strategy is to bring everything home and get back to where Japan is number mm-hmm. one priority, and and Nintendo of America is just the overflow. Mm-hmm. So. Which wouldn't be a bad strategy for him. Mm. Can I get you know, bring it back to home base and then try to relaunch it? Look, I, I, you know what the irony is? <clears throat> I think that everything Nintendo is doing with the Wii U, um, well, not everything. I think that the Wii U is an earnest, fairly earnest little game system, and I did not think it would be when it first launched. I actually was really, I was working at GameStop when they announced the Wii U, and I had to sell it and like try to push pre-orders for it and. <laughs> I was pissed off at Nintendo because I wanted them to do something less gimmicky than the Wii because I was not a huge fan of the Wii. And um, it turned out to be a more earnest game system than just about anything else we've got in the form of a game system right now. Um, And nobody bought it, including myself. I did not buy it. I didn't think it was worth the money, even though it was fairly priced. I had it. Yeah. And uh, I mean... I, I would love to have one. I'm sure once the NX comes out and they mark it down to peanuts, I'll mm-hmm. buy it and probably a bunch of used games for it because it'll be cheap then, and I know that I'll get plenty of enjoyment out of it. I, I, I definitely say that the Wii U is what the Wii should have been. At least the gamepad should have been offered yeah. with it. Because yeah. the one thing that threw me off about the Wii was the waggle. And the, the Wii U gets is, rid of that. The NX is such an unknown quantity, and they have they have they're almost obligated. They're almost obligated to they gotta to do something. something. Yeah, they gotta do something at this the point. The 3DS um, is only gonna keep them afloat for maybe another yeah, year. Or two. Yeah, and even that, I mean, releases have slowed down tremendously on the the. the new well, yeah, but they gotta put out what a Pokemon every two years, and they make millions of dollars and move on. <laughs> they do, but to me, I mean, I have I love my 3DS, but I have really slowed down on playing it in the last like two months. Mm-hmm. I was playing. I I still need to finish Fire Fire Emblem. Maybe I'll get back to that this week, but I just have not had time really. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, ironic that the mobile game system you didn't have time for. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> that's it. I mean, like I could I could poop and play that, and I don't. Mm-hmm. So that's why um, me and Pokemon Pico Cross came in mm-hmm, hands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you. I was away from the homestead. <laughs> um, so that that's I think that's we've said just about everything there is to yeah. say about Nintendo in that regard. Let's go ahead and talk about Microsoft because their press conference is first uh, tomorrow morning. What do you think Microsoft is going to do this year? What do you think their answer is? Oh, they're definitely not going to put out a Fable game. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, Womp. I mean, there's already been leaks, kind of leaking around and stuff like that, that there's new hardware revisions and stuff like that. Um, I've seen leaks of uh, two terabytes slim version 4K uh, Xbox One, which, to no one's surprise, I mean, let's be honest, they're about due... If if so, they're they're in Sony's shadow. So if Sony's going 4K, they have to get there before them, yeah. flat out. Like that's just part of the council war, whatever business. Um, yeah. uh, other than that, I mean, <clears throat> games are gonna play it safe, I think, this year because they're kind of getting their footing down and getting councils at home. So I don't see them pulling a lot of punches on that. They may utter the word connect in passing. <laughs> no. In passing, very passing. I'm going to disagree with you. My my prediction, <laughs> there will be there will be no connect anything uh, this year. Well, I mean, they, they might mention it in passing that it is compatible with the new hardware. 
May, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, or, I mean, like, I know that when, when they launched Cortana as part of the yeah. update for it later, you could actually give her voice commands with your headset on. So you don't need the connect anymore. They're actually... Oh, nice. They're making it so that if you have the headset plugged in when you're doing things, mm-hmm. it completely nullifies the need for a Connect because everything that the Connect does, you can do with the headset on through the microphone now. Yeah, that's perfect. So Connect is Connect is dead. It's just it's dead. And and I don't. It was a fun run. I don't think that they'll bring it back ever again in the form that we know it. If we do no. see it again, it'll just be an integrated piece of technology that they, they, they don't try to sell on their own. Would you uh, Would you say that it's gone the way of the uh, PlayStation I? <laughs> No, because the PlayStation I will find. I'll talk about that, and when we get to, <sighs> but I one of my predictions is, is that the you know the eye is going to make a return. There, well, there's going to be a lot of VR talk this year. Oh yeah, and yeah, the yeah. PlayStation I is is the sensor for. Oh yeah. The PlayStation VR. So, um, but let me do my Microsoft prediction here. Um, cool. I think that Microsoft is going to do. They're just going to show flashier versions of the games that we saw last year, like more complete versions. We yeah. get some CGI junk last year, and I think this year they're going to so show gameplay. Um, I don't. I do not expect any surprises from Microsoft this year, except for their new whatever their equivalent of the the Sony 4K is. They're supposedly mm-hmm. working on a 40 percent smaller version of the Xbox One. I'm expecting them to announce that. Um, I think it's going to piss people off because there's nothing wrong with the ones that we have. Um, what do you think about? Yeah. Um, what, do you think they're going to pull the punch and uh, announce Xbox VR? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Actually, I think I think Microsoft might be the only one because they're so rooted in, um, you know, uh, Hololens. Yeah, Hololens and AR mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't think that they're. I don't. They're I don't be. feel like VR is really on their radar. Personally, that's just me. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, I would very much like for it to be. I just don't. I don't get that vibe from them at all. I feel like the, all of their all of their attention is focused on uh, on the Hololens. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably should be. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so we're going on a them, cool from encumber, them, cool as cu- cucumber uh, Xbox showing. I let me tell you what I hope. I hope that they have some awesome fancy new IP up their sleeve that's going to surprise the shit out of everybody. But I have a feeling that the big best in show that they're going to break out is probably just going to be years of war, you know, gears, oh, of, gears war, of four. Like, yeah. It's going to show more of that. And I'm just not expecting anything. Sit on their benchmarks and coast through the year. Yeah. I think that's, I, but that's what I think that E3 this year is. I think that people are going to show the best of what they have, but I'm of the opinion that they, they don't really have much more to show than that because they're not, really work on anything crazy i don't think i think this is going to be a really quiet e3 compared to what we're used to oh yeah i think yeah. Well, we've also hit that plateau and i think now this is the year because we're in what the third year yeah which is still really early for you know new consoles to be like well Plateaued it, out. this is all we got you yeah. know nothing else. same old shit different day here you yeah, go man. see you next year i feel like i feel like gaming in general right now unless you're a pc gamer has really hit a brick wall um there's got to be some innovation soon I'm wondering if the new Xbox and the possible PlayStation 4 are a result of wanting to take what we have and push it to a level where they can do something more with it. But I just don't. This might be this might be the safe year for E3 we've had in a while. Yeah, I can't tell if I'm just getting old or if it's getting stale. 
I, I just, I really can't tell. Well, I think it's getting stale because, like, usually you see all sorts of stuff, and I've noticed, like, not even a lot of publications are covering it other than, like, oh, this happened. Well, I mean, I, I've seen a few uh, to play devil's advocate to that concept. I mean, Forbes is covering it for fuck's sakes, and they're a big well, Yeah, but I'm saying, I, other than, like, the whole, like, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, sure. There hasn't been, like, you know, breaking the internet news yet. No, nothing. I mean, like, here's the thing. Last year is kind of hard to top because you had a lot of you had a lot of announcements like the Final Fantasy VII remake and mm-hmm. that. 15. Well, I know you disagree with that, but that's a massive thing for a lot mm-hmm. of gamers. Myself, well, fifteen and Last Guardian, and they had a lot yeah, of bombshells. Yeah. I mean, there was there was a lot of stuff. I, I mean, the only bombshell I could see coming out this year is that they dropped uh Halo or uh, Halo, no, um Half Life Three. Yeah, yeah. That's about the only I thing mean, they could break the internet. PC gaming is they're doing a press conference. This will be their second year running with the press conference. A lot of people didn't realize that PC gaming did its, its own show last year, but they're doing it. uh, They're doing it again. Um, You know, and I'll talk about, I'll talk about the schedules for tomorrow and I'm actually, we should probably include that in our predictions. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but you know, to, to summarize for me with Microsoft, I think they're going to play it safe. I think they're not going to have any surprises up their sleeve other than here's the new, you know, version Same of the Xbox one that you probably don't want because you're mad. Cause you only had this one for a couple of years now. Um, that's it. That's all I see. For mm-hmm. them. You know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a better show than that. I'm sure they'll show off a fucking Forza game, you know, raising game of some sort. I'm sure. I mean, they'll, no. they'll, they'll do their tropes. No, we're still in development cycle for Forza six just came out like two years ago. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We'll it's see. Seven, that'd be pretty quick for seven to mm. come out. I bet you they're going to show more crackdown, like actual gameplay footage this time. Oh, yeah. I really yeah. just don't care about that either. No. So, I don't know. We'll see. What about Team Blue? Um, let's talk Team Blue. So, Sony, um, what, do, what are your predictions, Goat? What do you got? Uh, they're going to just, just skull fuck us in the face with fucking PlayStation VR. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Goat like let's just not just, let us not be subtle. just like this just like this uh that's this is the part of the show where goat implies that we're being face fisted yes god where is char i like i wonder i wonder if right now like wherever charlie is if he's oh he like, shivered inexplicably like sweating he's like, why, am I, why am i sweating so much it's so fucking hot in here all of a sudden you know and then and then they'll have this moment where he'll just perk up and he'll go what time is it goat, <laughs> goat! Come on! I think that's what PlayStation's gonna ride on this year. It's me, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be VR, 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 VR. Yeah. Um. Oh, here's a game. VR, VR, VR. Crash Bandicoot. VR, VR, VR. Thanks for stopping by. Here's another blazer. <laughs> Probably. Um. My here's what I think for for Sony. I think Sony is gonna have the best show. Sony for the last like three years running has had the best show. Um, even though I don't own a PlayStation 4, we have just now crossed into the threshold of time where I want to own a PlayStation 4 because there are now enough things out or coming out for mm-hmm. it. I did the same exact thing with my PlayStation 3. I didn't – I got a PlayStation 3 like a year after it was out, and I've waited longer for a PlayStation 4. But they are proving to be a little more innovative, I feel, than Microsoft right now with the direction of their their consoles. Um I think that the uh, here's another prediction. I think that the the PlayStation 4K or whatever the fuck it's actually going to be called is going to be a more useful upgrade than whatever Microsoft is going to do with their you know 40% smaller Xbox One. I don't 
I don't think that I think it's just going to be a, a smaller unit with a larger hard drive. That's what I think mm-hmm. the Xbox One is going to be. The PlayStation 4K I think will be a more useful upgrade. And I'm almost in that way glad that I don't own a PlayStation 4 yet because I will out for a 4K. That's where I'm. I'm like, I'm like, why would I buy one now? I might as well just wait out for the better model. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Charlie's smart, considering he only paid five dollars for his, he should fucking sell the one he has right now and then take that money and buy a 4K with it. Yeah, but he doesn't have 4K, so it really wouldn't do him any good. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, He's not getting rid of his projector anytime soon. He'll die with that thing in his hands. I don't blame him, dude. I come from a projector household, man. Like, yeah, I know. Big on projectors, and it just look. You guys have them. Look, have I'm them. not gonna pull up my nipples, but I'm gonna pull up my nipples, and you can see me rubbing when I talk about the fucking projector. It's really good. Um, I, look, play fighting games on a projector. I swear to God, you're gonna be stoked. Um, I just so I mean that's it. I think that I think that Sony's gonna have. I think I'm gonna predict that Sony's gonna have at least one fastball up their sleeve i think they're gonna have one i think crash bandicoot surprise. game will be oh you think so you think, think you're, so. you're predicting crash bandicoot yeah, i think i think that'll be the race in the hole i don't because uh, last year it was last year it was last guardian and this year i think they did whip out the crash card and just be like boom we won bye i would love to see them i would love to see them pull out crash bandicoot i don't think they're going to but i would be happy with it and what else I do they would... have to pull out there's really nothing left for them to pull their big black PlayStation. That see what I did there? Yeah, there we already talked about the 4K. God damn it! Don't steal my thunder, goat. Come on, man. That's that's only the only dad joke well, I got for tonight. I'm just saying, like they 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 really have nothing left in their cards. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a brand new IP that's gonna blow our brains out, kind of like Quantum Break did last year for Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So it's either going to be an original IP or or crash. Those are the only two options they got left. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and predict or remake of Final Fantasy Nine. You're gonna no. You're gonna go crash. (laughs) I'm gonna go original IP. I think they're going to have something new up their sleeve that's going to pique people's interests. Mm -hmm. Use all this new technology, Bob. I really hope. Yeah, some sort of like killer app for the 4K. Mm -hmm. And like, here's part of what you'll get from that. And then the other thing is, is I think they are going to finally properly showcase playstation vr oh yeah they have um, to yeah because last year's showing if you guys remember anybody who watched last year's episode i was pissed off i thought it looked like garbage like super crap well they've had a year to work on it and polish it up and make it look good that's my hope is is that they're gonna wow us with something a little bit different they have to with yeah. vr being on everybody the on, on the, the cusp of everybody's lips they have to yeah i'm gonna agree with you i, th- I think so i hope so anyways um they gotta skate it yeah yeah um, I just, I'm really excited to see because we, you know, we at Gamerhead Radio are such advocates of virtual reality. I really want it to be good because it's so fairly priced for the quality that they're talking about. That would be the the huge, like if it looks really good and all that stuff, that would be, I will go buy a PlayStation 4 like as soon as they both come out. That to me though is what's going to, regardless of any other like killer apps or mm-hmm. new IPs or even old IPs brought back to, to life. I, I think Sony is going to take this weekend just because they're going to have something that Microsoft does not, unless Microsoft mm-hmm. shocks the fuck out of everybody and announces VR, which would be awesome, but I don't see it happening. Um, I mean, they could, the connect already acts as a sensor. So anybody mm-hmm. like me that already bought one, Hey, we've already got a piece of that puzzle. That may cost us less. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see them doing it. So, no. um, I think that indie gaming 
this year because it's been so prominently featured like hey we support indie gamers yay us like you guys should be excited because we support indie gaming and see we love gaming because we support not just the big guys but we support the little guys too there's been a lot of that from specific specifically from sony's camp in the last couple years i think that i think that indie gaming is not going to be featured the way that it has been the last few years i think it's going to get rolled over in favor of other things well, people are probably, are now taking advantage of indie gaming, anyways. Like it's just kind of it, like indie gaming isn't even an indie gaming anymore. It's just those games that are on sale in your service provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox Live or PSN. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, like, look, I'm that was the other thing I played this week. I'm still playing fucking Super Meat Boy for the second time because it's just. Yeah. That- oh, I did play that a little bit, and I, oh. I I got really mad at it and had to put it down for a little bit. <laughs> As well, you should because it's fucking infuriating. Infuriating. Mm-hmm. There was meat though. everywhere. Ew. <laughs> um. This this may be the only time in the history of the show that I make a goat joke, but goat, put your meat away. Oh. Oh. Hey. Charlie right. is somewhere sweating again. <laughs> so let's yeah. move on to the elitist assholes. I mean, PC gaming. Let's oh, the elitist. What was that? elitist assholes i i'm one of those fucking elitist assholes and i can tell you that many of us do not believe in the pc master race garbage and there's many of you who do it's true but honestly look do you want to know do you want to know i just like razzing you i don't care no i know but (laughs) let me let me summarize for a lot of our listeners who i don't think play a lot of pc games why it is that i really love pc gaming and why i think that it's I think that the whole master race thing is a fucking front to try and keep console gamers out so that they can keep the awesomeness of PC gaming to themselves. PC gaming is a gigantic pain in the ass. If like me right now, I have a, I have a really fast PC with a really shitty GPU, a really dumpy graphics card. So I can kind of only run certain things that really would be very easy to play on an Xbox one or PlayStation four. But I also have a child and can't afford to buy a fucking $500 GPU. So I don't. And as a result of that, um, as a result of that, I find myself playing older games. So I have like a PC gaming group I play with, and they constantly scoff at me. When are you going to play what we're playing? When are you going to play? And I'm like, oh, I'm playing this and this. And they're like, you're like six months behind us. I was like, you guys are dickheads. Um, The thing is, is PC gaming has a, there's a wild, wild west element to PC gaming that does not exist on the consoles. It's very unhinged, it's very unpoliced, and it's very risky. Like you can go in there, there are so many, for every five games we talk about that comes out on the release list on a weekly basis on this show, there are 20 games that come out for the PC because nobody is restricting or there's no approval process for gaming. So people take a lot of bold risks in gaming because if they put the game out and it doesn't sell, they didn't spend 10 grand to get their game certified to be on the Xbox. They don't lose 10 grand, you know, so there's a lot of risks. There's a wild, wild west element to it. I'll say that multiple times in regards to, but that's true. Um, so PC gaming, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, did you watch last year's PC gaming uh, conference? Go- uh, no, I was on the road. That's right. You were on the road. That's when you were gone and we had a string of guests Mm -hmm. on the show. To our credit, Charlie's been gone a lot lately and you were gone once and we still did not fill the show with guests this year. This has been probably the guest, most guestless year uh, Gamerhead Radio has ever had, which is okay. I'm just keeping it moving. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I was out uh, out on the road hanging out in Warp Tour and barely keeping up with my life, let alone E3. It's true. It's true. It was a anybody, weird time to ship out. <laughs> anybody who's ever been on tour, you know, it's it's harrowing. It's fun, but it's like being a dirty road pirate and you lose all sense of time. Um, so I'll talk PC gaming then since I'm the kind of the PC guy. I think that PC gaming is going to use the momentum of VR to launch themselves forward this year. I don't think that they're going to make any more of a massive impact on the console gaming community than they ever have, because I think that those two communities just really hate each other, which is sad. doesn't have to be that way. Everybody just should be playing video games and having fun and enjoying themselves. That really should be the moral of the story at the end of the day. Just play games and whatever the platform and enjoy yourself and the people who play with you, as long as they're not flagrant douchebags. Um, that just tells everybody not to play video games then. Maybe, possibly. Yeah. Once you put the internet into it, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Like, I'm I'm being very gentle and thoughtful right now, but you know, after the show ends and we're playing Rocket League, I'm sure I'll be like, "Fucking dickheads!" <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, I don't know. The a little behind-the-scenes fact. That's that's what he says as soon as we go off air here to me and Charlie. Usually, <laughs> I think ninety percent of what PC gaming is going to showcase has to do with VR. Oh, yeah. um, I also PC gaming is going to be more about showcasing hardware and less about games because there's so many games to cover on the PC and a lot of them are ports from the major companies, but it's the smaller studios or smaller teams that make these really kind of odd, innovative things on there. Um, I think I it will be about show, showcasing some of the new NVIDIA like GPUs that are, uh, just a few weeks ago were announced being like really fucking fast. Um, and VR, I think those are going to be the two cornerstones of PC gaming right now. Yeah, I definitely think that, that PC gaming is going to move forward in its own way as it does as its own entity. And like you said, like the, 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 the hardware, the software and all that stuff and just be like, this is what we're doing. We're just keeping on, keeping on. Here yeah, we go. Exactly. Anything. Um, so, I think Oculus is probably going to get some, have to do some, some ball licking because I don't think everybody's still waiting on their head, their, units yeah some you just used ball licking <laughs> units in the same sentence goat i can't tell whether or not that's a bad thing or yeah, if it's their, just their vr units thing. have not shown up so therefore oculus is going to have to lick your balls to make you feel better about well, it that's up. it now see i'm gonna go ahead and go with charlie on this one while that did not offend me at all i know that charlie's spirit would crumble into dust if i let that continue so i'm gonna go ahead <laughs> in the spirit in the honor of charlie um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna move that forward. Yes. Um. Anyways, though, so that's it for PC gaming for me. Um, as the PC gaming guy of the group, um, they're gonna talk a lot about hardware. They're also gonna talk a lot about um software. VR. I don't think they're gonna talk a lot about software. Maybe we'll see a couple of like, mm. you know, new VR right. things that are gonna be like. I definitely agree with you. But yeah, it's gonna be Vive and Oculus. It's pretty much all gonna be. Look what you can get. Look what you yeah. can do. Yeah. It'll yeah, make yeah. coffee for you. Mm-hmm. Pretty much VR coffee. You can pour coffee and then not drink it in the real world. Way. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it. So on, it, on that note, though, Job Simulator does look pretty fun. No, it doesn't go. God yes, damn it! it. Like, who wants to simulate their job? I well, what if that. you don't have that job? I don't want that job. Whatever that job is, I probably <laughs> don't want it. Um. So would would you before we wrap up and talk about what the E3 schedule is for anybody who's watching the show live, 
would you um would you have any other predictions anything else coming up that you you would like to point out or discuss uh predictions let's see this year i'm guessing right now as we speak bethesda saying that there's a new elder scrolls coming out yeah, well, you and I will talk about that after we're done uh, with the show because the, the you know the the press conference for for Bethesda is I think it's going on right now or maybe it's just wrapping up. Either mm-hmm. way, um, we'll we'll look into that uh, and talk about it. Either way, I have no other predictions. Um, you know, for for E three twenty sixteen, it's I just think it's going to be a quiet show. I'm yeah, I I, show. I would definitely agree with your prediction that it's going to be uh a a, a passing thought. Mm-hmm. I'd say by July we won't even be shocked no. by anything that happened. No. Maybe, maybe I'm not maybe. expecting any big surprises this year. No, there's no, nothing left in the there's nothing left in the magician's hat to pull. And everything gets leaked. Like there have been a lot of leaks this week in regards to E3, and I found that to be kind of sad. Like I actually did. I typically don't post in a lot of social media stuff because it's like a you know don't don't feed the animals kind of a thing for me. But I. I found myself going, I, why, why would you guys spoil this shit? Because this is for me, E3 is one of the few things that I participate in every year to whatever degree, even if it's just on a personal level where I, I make time for E3 and I have no fucking time. Like it's important to me. I love E3. I have since I was a kid. Um, I don't, it's like, it's like ruining Christmas to me. Like if you spoil the releases for E3 or the trailers for E3, you're a, you're a cunt. Sorry, I know I have a, Charlie would disapprove of me saying that, but you are a giant douchebag if you spoil that kind of stuff. I mean, I have a theory that E3 is almost on its last leg because of the internet. There's no point in having it anymore. No, E3 is still as big as it ever was because E3 is not for the consumer. E3 is for is for the people who of the industry. It was for the consumer when it was a public show. It's not anymore. That's what PAX yeah. East and West are for. Well, but I'm saying it's like a trade show. The, it's it's more going to be a, a live thing that you go to because at, after – I mean it's only a matter of time before the news and press conferences and all that stuff aren't a big deal anymore because three days before the press conference, somebody's already got – you know, they're just going to release the crap to the internet for the public and be like, mm-hmm. here you go. But, you know, you weren't here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I uh, – we'll see. You know, we'll see. I, I still I think I think if if E three is ever threatened it will be it will be after this current console cycle where console cycles the, the nature of them as we have known them may change that's when I think that mm-hmm. E3, as we know it might maybe not go away it'll just turn into something else or it'll go to VR maybe I don't know I don't know <laughs> it's hard it's so hard to say either that or if anything is going to overtake and overthrow E three it'll be like esports gaming conventions because that's in its infancy what we're seeing now is like in its proto life form and it will become something more later it will become an encompassing thing for a while even Mm -hmm. if it's not forever so we'll see well i don't see it going away i just see like the hype behind it going like ces nobody cares about i mean they do if you care about ces you can go find the stuff and well you it's and and and, and watch it i think e3 it's gonna get to that point where you're like oh it's e3 and you'll go find the content yourself and move on. The internet just the internet makes it so possible to ruin surprises. It's so hard to keep yeah. anything quiet um, these days. That that's what hurts CES. But that's a different mm-hmm. conversation. Oh, yeah. Um. So 
let's go ahead and wrap up our feature for the week and saying that uh, we had a, a handful of predictions. We'll see. I'm sure that um, we'll talk a little bit more about it when uh, you know when next week's episode happens. Where typically we talk about our it's our post E3 wrap up, some of the news that came out of it, wh- whether or not any of our predictions came true. And, uh, you know, hopefully well, maybe between now and then Charlie will be able to get his predictions in in some form or another, or at least uh, expound upon whether or well, not. Well, if we follow the normal are. format, we will have a news, all the news wrapped up for yeah, you right. yeah. uh, midweek. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And then the following show will be the. The uh, analyzations yes. of all the news is. Whether or not we failed in our predictions. If yes. I remember correctly, last year my predictions were I, I a couple of them were correct and a couple of them were not. So we've been pretty good so far in predictions. Mm. The last couple of years. That's because if you think about it from a logical throughway, like if you think mm-hmm. about it from a business perspective, if you're able to put on your business hat, there's a right way and a fucking wrong way to do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So and um, we'll Sony see. is the right way and Nintendo's the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know what's sad about that? I think Nintendo is the right way in terms of like if you just like video games. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they just they play but people like games. money in their bank accounts. That is more not, than they like video games. Yeah, that's not incorrect, man. You're not wrong. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap that up. So um with the, the mailbag this week, the question was in regards to um the question was in regards to what your E three predictions were. Um, this might be one of the rare instances in which we did not have any mailbag stuff prepared, so we did not have any mailbag answers. So we did, fortunately, uh, get an email from uh, the lovely Songbird who who took the time to write into us, and uh, here's what she had to say. Mailbag answer. I predict there shall be a flood of massive proportions due to the tears of joy, anger, and disappointment from gamers alike, not to mention our wallets. I'd normally insert my Kingdom Hearts 3 joke here, but they've done told us to wait till winter, so I'll have to let it go for now. I can't get excited for Nintendo since it's mostly Zelda-related and nothing about the NX. We're really overdue for a Tekken announcement, and just for Charlie's sake, Sunset Overdrive 2. I'll take a fucking Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, but I think we could all lift our glasses and drink to that, except for that there's nothing in my glass, so I can't drink to that. (laughs) Um, spoilery side note. I see that a holiday question of mine has been unveiled. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Mario. And uh, so, uh, songbird moves on to say Mario is missing. Well, no, he ran off after he done busted all the pipes at E3 out of a rage for being a no show legit though. Why the hell can't people keep things offline before announcements? We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I think that you know we. This is why we always joke that Songbird is the the fourth co-host to this show because her brain is on the same page as ours when it comes to a lot of things. Um, will we ever get to a point where there are no more leaks, Songbird? We need to go the other direction. As I as I just said a moment ago, um, before getting to the mailbag, I don't think so. Just because the internet is an untamable uh, tin-headed beast. I don't think that it's possible to keep leaks from happening unless you only show whatever it is you're working on to just the team you're working with and then they never show it to anybody else and that's not practical because usually on a development team at least one motherfucker opens their mouth and says or shows something to somebody they shouldn't or gets paid to leak shit to somebody under under the veil of anonymity. Yeah. I was just saying that's what happens. Sadly, know? sadly, Somber, as long as there's money involved in the first yeah. one to break a story, there will be leaks. Yeah, it's it's tragic, but it happens. 
Um, she goes on to say, while I'm happy, more and more gaming-related items are coming to stores, as in you walk in and buy, not just online only. Uh, I'm unsure about this one. The only way you can get this exclusive Shadow Link figure is by going into Spencer's. Has anyone from Nintendo ever been into this store? Doesn't it seem uh, counterintuitive to their brand considering how, quote, safe they wish to be? Yes, absolutely. Wait, hold on. There's a exclusive sh- Link figure to Spencer's. Yes, yes. Where Why the, do I where, know where, where, where the dildos and the penis pasta is, yes. Not in that aisle. It's probably in the aisle next to it. It doesn't matter. It does. I'm going to agree with Songbird. It seems like to totally fucking counterintuitive to put a Legend of Zelda action figure yeah. where a 10-year-old may want to go grab it, and then their fucking parents have like, to stand there like a goalie, like moving around to make sure John, they go to the dildo section. I'm going to agree with you. No 10-year-old should be in a store that I frequently shop for like t-shirts and things that follow my thought process see that's kind of hard though because when i was 10 years old i used to go to fucking spencer's in the mall we grew up in a raw and different time different time no no no, it's not even that Mm. spencer's was not as gnarly now as it was then. it was a different kind of gnarly i'll say that yeah like now they sell like beer pong tables to children Mm-hmm. And like you know, flat brim, flat brim, like dude, bro, douchebag hats to kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, it was just like, look at this fucking greeting card that has this morbidly obese human being with like honey slathered all over their butt cheeks, and you, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Um, that was what we grew up in. Was just like they'd sell you fake poop and like mm-hmm. fake cigarettes that would pop on the end. Yeah, novelty. Yeah, novelty shit. That's what they sold when we were kids. Unfortunately, now, novelty has gone to the grotesque end yeah. of life. But now they got penis pasta and, you know, pin the they tail. They always had that. Yeah, yeah. Pin, pin the tail on the gimp mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it is they sell in there. Edible underwear. Yeah, they've had that yeah, for years. Totally, totally. Um, you know, for, yeah, for like probably the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, like, I don't know, man. Like, anybody who is a 10-year-old is not likely not going to be privy to the fact that they're releasing a, an exclusive Link figure, Dark Link figure at Spencer's. It's mostly grown ass men and women in our age range mm-hmm. that are going to go seek that out and find it on the internet and then go find it. So it's probably okay, but it, I will agree that on a base level, it is counterintuitive to Nintendo's very safe policy. I don't think anybody's going to get accosted by it in the end, though. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you agree? Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, if they wanted to really, really kind of get their, their demographic and the children and all that stuff, they should have gave it to Toys R Us. Yeah, 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 indeed. Um, so moving on, uh, in, in closing, Songbird says, Behold, what is before you two is something so tremendous, it will revolutionize gaming forever. But alas, you must hold this great secret before the announcement. However, some have heard of your enlightenment and wish to price that info by whatever means necessary. Would you crumble under such pressure or persevere so the joyous bliss can be pure? This this seems uh, seems like a loaded question. <laughs> How so? Well, I already do this for a living because <laughs> I can't. I I, I I deal with NDA all the time because of shows I'm working on and all this stuff. So like, and I never leak anything because I don't want to be the asshole who leaked anything. So I'm like iron tight. <laughs> Proof yet again that goat has feelings. You heard it here, Gamerhead Radio. No, I don't want to get yelled at. 
or fired. There you go. That's and that's the cover right there. <laughs> so here, here's my take on it. Despite so, like we always joke on this show that that goat is like the salty salt. I am the medium salt, and Charlie is the sugar on top of the show. <laughs> like I, I can be between the two, like sweet and salty between the two. I'm like a trail mix, is really what I am. See, what I always say is Charlie's the sugar, you're the spice, and I'm the salt. Is that what? Okay, that's. Yeah. I think that's a far better fucking assessment. You nailed it. Um, but I am anybody who knows me very closely knows that I am a very gentle human being. I'm a very loving dude, and uh, oh yeah, great, yeah. I, I shut up, goat. <laughs> I have fucking feelings. Um, here's the thing. I, anybody who knows me really closely knows that there are few things that I cherish in this world more than the honesty of the revelation of joy. I had a cousin when I was a kid, um, uh, that used to sneak. I mean, she would come and stay at our house as like a guest of our family with her mother. And she would open up all the Christmas presents. She would find like, she would un peel the tape very carefully and look at everybody's fucking Christmas presents and then rewrap them and take, but you could always tell there was a little bit of like, there was always something off and we would always figure it out, figure out that she was fucking opening everybody's Christmas, everybody's Christmas gifts and looking at them. And I, I remember being, I don't know, 10 years old, 11 years old and being completely dismayed by this concept. I was just like, what's you spent all year waiting for Christmas as a kid. assuming you celebrate Christmas and then you get there and you you fucking ruined everything for yourself. Like the rest of us are having a good time, but you're sitting over there in the corner going, well, it's just another fucking day. Songbird, there is not a person, entity, thing, reason, anything on this planet that could pry the tremendous revolutionizing game information from my dead, cold fucking hands. There's nothing that anybody could do to get it from me because I, I just... Joyous, pure joyous bliss, as you put it, is so fleeting and so hard to come by that I would be remiss in robbing that from somebody else, anybody else. You know, pure joy in this life is fleeting. If I took that from somebody else, I would be a, uh, I would be a shithead. So I would not do that. So we have John, the, the Christmas elf. I am a fucking Christmas elf too, yo. And then we have me as like 007 who, for her eyes only. <laughs> Goat has feelings. Don't let him trick you. It's a lie. <laughs> no, I just don't think if you're, if you're not privy to that information, you shouldn't have that information. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, it's like so, a phone number. Do you want everybody to have your phone number? Fuck no. God. See? <laughs> they don't that deserve ha- that information. <laughs> that happened to Nick and I once with a, with a lot of VS for Villains fans. Go no, ahead. No, you're welcome. Ask, ask Nick what happened there. That was a really funny funny story and a funny time. We got a stalker out of that. Um, I've been giving your guys' numbers out for fucking giveaways for years. You rat bastard. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? I'm All like, right. I could win a car? Let's see. John's number. John's <laughs> number. Nick's number. God damn it, goat. <laughs> Um, at any rate, um, let's go ahead and wrap up here. Songbird, as always, thank you very much for your very thoughtful. And, we missed uh, you last week. Fucking thought-provoking emails. You always give us some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let, let's go ahead and scoot on. Goat, Yeah. Mm-hmm. what do you have coming up this week, my friend? Um, I actually should be getting pretty well opened up because I'm done with my villain stuff. 
I've sent in my uh, my photo evidence and everybody seemed to approve, so I'm done with that. Um, I'm really close to another piece of villainry that uh, is really close to being done. Uh, and then pending uh, Nick's um, uh, lack of sickness, I should be getting yeah uh, some some Phoenix back. So yeah, everything's starting to wind down. <laughs> thank you thank you for taking time out of you, you like your entire band's very busy schedule and i know that skylar also plays with punch cabby and mm -hmm. uh so like whatever busyness you guys have versus his busyness with them and then villain busyness i know that it takes time out of everybody's schedule so thank you very much for for taking the time to work on this stuff with us man i appreciate it well, um, i don't know any better <laughs> Um, that's nice. It makes me feel like you only did it because you felt obligated. That's not true. I'm going to say it one more time. God has feelings. No, I actually enjoy working for you schlubs. <laughs> I know. God, you poor bastard. Um, no, but that's the thing is, is that, um, Go goat works very hard at everything he does, uh, all the time. And so it, it makes it very easy for us to work with him on things. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you're going to get back to Codename Phoenix, though, because I, I think that you guys are going to be really surprised um, by, by what he's got up his sleeve, up his goats don't wear shirts, so up his his hair. Moving on. His Moving on. No, no. There are only so many orifices you can pick here, and none of them are right. Well, it's pretty much a mouth, a, a nose, holes, mm -hmm. two ears, and a butthole. I mean, that's yeah. really all you got there. And none um, of them are up there. <laughs> yikes. Moving on. <laughs> Um, for me this week, I have, um, this is where shit starts to get kind of intense. So Gamerhead, Gamerhead Radio has been super busy for the last couple weeks trying to get all this stuff out to you guys, but Venus Villains is about to kick into high gear two things. We were going to debut our brand new show, live show at Anime Midwest. I'm almost positive unless something changes, we're going to be debuting it live at the House of Blues in Chicago, downtown on Dearborn Avenue, July 2nd, which is a Saturday. We are doing a headlining show with our new costumes that I've been rambling about on the show for the last year, probably like eight months, 10 months. Um, and some of goats featured work and our other state, I got, I got to throw a shout out to our stage crew. So goat, um, Ed, Jr. And uh, I, my understanding was is that uh, Joe did a little bit of work on there too. And Travis, Travis, uh, one-time B-Squad co-host and uh, codename Phoenix guitarist Travis Lanning also did work uh, on this awesome, what would you say it was, six, eight foot? Eight foot. Eight foot piece of hardware that Goat built for our live show as a, as a wonderful prop. Um, so thank you, Travis. And thank you, Sammy, for allowing Travis as a new father to be out there working on this shit too. Um, and also thank you. Thank you. Delightful spawn of the landings for allowing Travis to be out there working on this stuff with us. Um, big things coming down the pipeline for, uh, VH villains. I've been listening to our new record nonstop, uh, for the last two weeks. Cause I'm writing the last five songs that require guitar. Um, I will literally be, it, it's going to be like a hot plate. Like I'm going to finish writing these songs. I'm going to, I'm going to take a spatula and scoop the cooking off and throw it onto a plate and then present it for you guys in the next couple of weeks because what I'm playing, some of these songs we've never even rehearsed. We still have not rehearsed three weeks out from that show, these songs. So when you get them at House of Blues, they're going to be like piping hot, man. They're going to be ready to roll. <laughs> um, we're also playing with our friends in El Famous. Those guys are fucking rad, man. 
Um, El Famous also features Ted, who used to play with us as Nightshade in Beast Villains, and um, it, it, it features Armin, who plays in Tanzan, Tad's other band, and uh, Armin also filled in as a villain for one show as Dr. Thal uh, in Minneapolis um, for Halloween of 2013. Um, 14. Uh, so, awesome. Come see that show, man. It's going to be rad. It's going to be a great way to kick off your 4th of July weekend. Um, and a Big old and then, spider web of Chicago local musicians. It's going to be awesome. And then the following uh, week, we're going to be playing at uh, Anime Midwest, uh, which is an animecon.org event. Um, it that event's going to be fucking huge, man. On top of the fact that it's us and Steam Power Giraffe, the voiceover artist who plays Steven Universe is going to be there. The voiceover artist for Marceline from uh, uh, Adventure Time is going to be there. It's going to be a really fucking cool weekend for everybody involved. Just come out and hang out with us and watch us play rock and roll and you know play card games and tabletop games with us and be silly and and enjoy yourselves. I mean, there was a gigantic horrible awful terrible fucking mass shooting in miami um or orlando this you know early this morning and you know we're all we're all pretty lucky to be here so come out and celebrate life man come hang with everybody this weekend and or not this weekend in the next couple weeks and the weekend after so good lord man that's right i'm a mess (laughs) that's true i got feelings goat i got many feelings i'm just hoping all this stuff goes out without a hitch (laughs) i am too you know but since i brought up orlando that's a terrible thing Mm-hmm. God, I hope everybody is is okay wherever they're at in the world. You know, in regards to dealing with all that, I don't mean to bring the show down, but you know, had to bring death, didn't you? We were doing God so good. speed, man. God speed, whatever speed that is. So, you know, everybody just celebrate life, man. Life's too short, and it can be shorter than you anticipate. You know, in circumstances like that, let's be happy. Good times. That's all I got. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Now, see, I've depressed everybody. You like the part where I made everybody really fucking sad? Like, you can't just, go a show without death. No, that's not true. I think it's appropriate to pay tribute to people. I think it's appropriate to pay tribute to people who were wronged. Like, we're sitting here doing this show, and, and we're talking about video games and E3 and having this jolly, silly, fun time. I think it goes without saying that you have to acknowledge the people who didn't make it for whatever the reason, whoever did some crazy thing, you know. Let's honor those folks. Anyways, uh, not 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 bringing the, sh- the show down anymore. So we're gonna be back uh, next week. We'll be uh, you know back to our regular format with Charlie in tow. Um, we're also gonna be uh, you know t- doing our news roundup for you guys next week, and then the week after that, we'll probably be doing our uh, you know follow up predictions uh, in addition to a few other things. So um, that that should be that. But in the meantime, if you've liked what you heard, you can find us on GamerHeadRadio.com. You can uh, find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, YouTube, Twitch, SoundCloud. Um, we do have a Gamerhead Radio Android app that you can download and listen to us on for free, uh, which is a streaming platform, um, or your podcast downloader of choice. You can find us on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio. You can find me at the Fallon Flynn. You can find Goat at Sir Goatsworth, or you can find Charlie at uh, Tek Charlie. But until we join you guys next week, this has been episode 171 of Gamerhead Radio.
miss the Twitter. And Twitter, God damn it. <laughs> Here, for the for the sake of editing it in, uh, for the, the edited version of the show, let's go ahead and do it. Um, you can find us on Twitter at... Uh, you can, hmm, Let's do that again. Um, you can find us on Twitter where Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. I am at the Fallon Flynn, and Charlie is at... Uh, what the hell is Charlie at? My T-E-K, brain is working. Charlie. T-E-K Charlie. Jesus and, Christ. And then the podcast is at Gamerhead Radio. All right, I'm going to do it one more time. So it's not a fucking <laughs> a terrible person. Hey, man, usually I get this shit down when Charlie's out of town. It's a hard job that Charlie does, goddammit. Yeah, he's um, got all the stats. It's true. So you can find us You can find us on Twitter where Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. I am at V Fallon Flynn. And Charlie is at T-E-K Charlie. I he's did still, it. I did the still, thing. Did you say at Gamerhead Radio? God damn it, Goat. <laughs>